the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Oh my goodness, we sure throw around the title, the term Christian. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, when I saw this headline, I thought, Christian? Really? Here's, here's the headline I'm referring to. Christian pastor says it's okay to kill babies in abortion because... Women's bodies are sacred. Yeah, it's a story about the Reverend Amelia Fulbright. She uh, preaches. She's the pastor of a congregational church down in Texas. It is. Um, let me let me chase a rabbit here just real quickly. Congregational churches used to be solid, 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 conservative, Bible-believing, Bible-preaching churches, congregational churches, no longer. Uh, There may be some. I don't know of one single Bible-believing congregational church. You know, again, they may exist. Maybe you're a member of one, and if so, let me know. But I don't know of a single one. The congregational churches took a a hard left turn many, many years ago. This woman's story is particularly sad, I think. Again, her name is Amelia Fulbright. She is pastor of a congregational church in Texas, and she is fighting with all of her might against the Texas heartbeat bill. Yeah. In a recent interview, she said this, and I quote, I believe so deeply in the dignity of every person that our bodies are so sacred, I just feel like I have no choice but to speak. The dignity of every person. What about babies in the womb? Oh, she has an answer for that. She does. In the interview, she said that she grew up in, and I'm quoting, a conservative Christian household to pro-life missionary parents. Her parents were Bible-believing, pro-life, anti-abortion missionaries in Zambia. Well, she, when she got to be a young adult, moved from Zambia, left her parents there, and moved to North Carolina. She said she began attending a church where they celebrated Sanctity of Life Sunday every year. So you got the picture? She grew up on the mission field. 
conservative, Bible-believing, pro-life parents. Moved from Zambia to North Carolina, she began attending a church where they celebrated Sanctity of Life Sunday every year. What happened? She went to college. How many times have you heard that? Quote, in college, philosophy courses and feminists began challenging her Christian beliefs. Seeking answers, she enrolled in seminary. Now, because most of you are smarter than the average bear, you know that probably the majority of seminaries are far left. I jokingly, and yet it's no joke, call them cemeteries rather than seminaries. They are places where young people go to have their faith in the authority of Scripture die. And they literally become cemeteries. According to this interview, I quote, listen to this, there in seminary, there she learned that Jewish teaching held that until a baby's first breath, the life of its mother took precedence. For Fulbright, this was revelatory. She realized that her religious upbringing had always implicitly taught the opposite. In ways large and small, women were meant to sacrifice their lives, their needs, and hopes and desires for their children. All right. Now, here's the problem. Judaism is just about as uh, complex as Christianity. There are dozens of branches of Judaism, as there are hundreds of branches of Christianity. There are liberals, there are conservatives, there are moderates, there are radicals, and everything in between. The same is true with Judaism. There are dozens of different groups in Judaism. There are conservatives, there are orthodox, there are ultra-orthodox, there are ultra-liberal, there are right-wing Jews, there are left-wing Jews. So in seminary, she studied one branch of Judaism who believed the life of the mother or the uh, baby is not really alive until he or she takes their first breath. Well, that's what she was looking for. Because that's the popular belief. She didn't want to go against the tide anymore. She didn't want to swim upstream. So in seminary, she found what she was looking for. She didn't go to seminary to find what God thought. She went to seminary to have her personal feelings validated. Quote, Fulbright was convinced that the pro-life position was oppressive. So oppressive that now she gives sermons about reproductive rights several times a year at her church, the Congregational Church of Austin. Now here it comes. What do I tell you constantly? The liberal left does not care about truth or authority. The liberal left cares about feelings, and emotions. Listen, and I quote. She said she tells her congregation 
that the best any of us can do when we're talking about abortion is to draw from what we feel are the core teachings of Scripture. What we feel. And now listen to this. Fulbright said she believes Jesus' ministry was centered around liberating people from systems and structures that oppress them. No, 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 no. Jesus' ministry was not centered around liberating people from systems and structures. Jesus' ministry was centered around liberating people from sin, not systems. At times, did he take on systems? Yes, but that was not his ministry. He came, died on the cross, not to liberate people from systems and structures that oppress people. He died on the cross to set them free from the penalty of sin. She has been so brainwashed, she has missed the central teaching of Scripture. What some have called the red line or the scarlet line that runs through Scripture. All over the Old Testament, a suffering Savior, a suffering sacrifice, the innocent dying for the guilty, it is Everywhere over the Old Testament, and it's everywhere in the New Testament, that Jesus came was the ultimate sacrifice for sin. He paid the penalty for sin. He did not come to liberate us from systems and structures. And yet this poor woman has willingly been deceived. She has rejected all that she had been taught She has rejected what her parents believed. She has rejected her entire childhood. And she has adopted a secular humanist worldview concerning Jesus. Jesus was the liberator. This is Marxism. This is communism. Jesus was the great liberator from oppressive systems. It's not what Scripture teaches at all. And of course, most of you know that there are dozens of Scriptures in the Old Testament and the New Testament indicating that God recognizes that baby in the womb as a human being. Christian pastor uh, I assume she's a pastor but she has rejected biblical Christianity I don't think it's appropriate to even call her a Christian she is a part of a secular cult that puts the feelings of man above the teachings of God Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. 
I meant to deal with this earlier in the program, and somehow it got far down in my stack of stories today. Um, I might even bring it up tomorrow and maybe in the 4 o'clock hour. If you were listening yesterday, um, I took a, a strong stand on this viral chant that's going all across America. And I will say it just one time. Let's go, Brandon. Now, in and of itself, there's nothing wrong with those three words. But they represent a very vile, dirty, filthy chant, the most obscene, profane thing that is basically possible in the English language. And as concerning Joe Biden, it is a derogatory term for Joe Biden. It came out of a NASCAR event. I'm not even going to the history. I did that yesterday. And my position was and continues to be, it has no place in the Christian vocabulary. It is synonymous with a very vulgar, vile term. And if it is synonymous, if it means the same thing, then I think Scripture is very clear. We are not to be characterized by that kind of stuff. And I realize many people think, well, it's funny, it's funny, and it's a way to, you know, hammer on uh, President Biden and so forth. And I get all of that, but it, it has no place coming out of a Christian's mouth. It just doesn't. It violates, I believe, and I shared several verses of Scripture with you yesterday. I'm not going to go over them again. But it violates several biblical principles. And it's interesting because I expected to get a lot of pushback from my audience. Oh, Bob, you're being legalistic. Oh, Bob, you're being a fuddy-duddy again. Oh, Bob, it's just harmless. I didn't get one negative response, and I got a whole bunch of positive response. I was pleasantly surprised. I had several of our listeners say, Bob, I didn't even know what that thing meant. Thank you. No, I'm not going to say it. No, thank you for letting us know. Hey, I agree with you. Again, I was pleasantly surprised. I said all that to get to this. This past weekend, John Hagee's church, Cornerstone Church in San Antonio, Texas, uh, hosted a Reawaken America tour. A whole long line of conservative speakers were there, and again, the whole thing was Reawaken America. This is in a mega church, pastored by John Hagee, in San Antonio, Texas. In the middle of the meeting, someone on the platform, and it's not clear who, but someone on the platform began leading the congregation in this chant. This was Saturday. It was led 
by someone on the platform. Now, there's no indication it was John Hagee, and I'm not implying that. I don't even know that John Hagee was there. I assume he was. It was on a Saturday. It was at his church. It was a Reawaken America tour. And so I assume he was there. I don't know. I don't know. But the video has gone viral. Here is a church. Now, again, this rally was not an official church event, but they were hosting it, a Reawaken America tour. And the entire group began chanting this phrase, clapping their hands, and it was just like it was at a sporting event. You know, let's go Browns! Let's go Buckeyes! And this is me. I think that's pathetic. I think it is wrong. I think it's blasphemous. It'd be one thing if this was at a football game or a political rally at some stadium. This was in a church. And they are chanting at the top of their lungs and clapping and going crazy, chanting a slogan that represents something profane, vile, and obscene. Folks, we cannot sell our Christian convictions to any political party or any political movement. We cannot sell our convictions out for any political cause. Can't do it. Can't do it. I would hope that John Hagee and the leadership of that church would issue an apology. We'll see. Hey, have a great evening, folks, but please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.